Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey. Hey, you guys. It's Cabernet and A. You guys, I have a bad cold. It's not too bad that right now. I mean, I sound a little insane. My nose is definitely stuffy. No, you sound but sexy. But we're going to do some karaoke. Yeah. I'm going to do some real like, sing, I don't know. What's like real? Sing, sing some Stevie. I yeah. Mean. Oh, shit. You can go your own way. That was not a good key for <laughs> no, me to you gotta go get into. like the low, like, yeah. you know, it's, like, I gotta do a little, like, I what's took that? My love and I took it down, like, you know, like that. <laughs> or the, uh, the like, I feel like I literally did this on Ghosted Story, so anyone who listens to both is gonna be like, shut the fuck up. You wanna read the notes? Oh, you should also sing that Girl Crush song, you know, you know that. I got a girl crush. You know that no, song? No, what's that one? It's like, a, it's like a country song. Like, and, um, I'm already tapped out. It's like, it's like <laughs> whatever. The singer of it has like kind of a raspy voice. What about what about like uh, a little, a little, let's give them something to talk about. There you go. Sing some Bonnie Ray. A little mystery to yeah, figure out. Get that out. growl in Guys, there. I swear I can sing. It's Babe and Leo. Hey. And we guys. watched. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally watched now and then. We yeah. finally figured out how to play a DVD in my apartment. It was a horrible deal. It was not an easy Leo task. went to get cords and then we had to watch my computer. It was a whole thing. You guys, DVDs, you guys, am I right? Yes, it was like. It's a whole thing. It was yeah. a whole thing. The whole thing. So uh, let's. Well, let's. I mean. I made some, there are some, someone left a UK review, there's things happening, but let's yeah. just do all that next week for the big the theory big episode. Theory. Yeah. So guys, keep emailing us your theories. We have so many that you guys have emailed us at Cabernet at Gmail. You Facebook message us, you've tweeted at us. Um, so keep them coming next week, the big theory episode before, right before the, the premiere. The last 10 episodes don't even get me started. I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm already just crying. Do, do the business so I don't cry. But do the business. All right. Um, we're drinking a red on black Nemia 25. Uh, I don't know. It's 13.5. That's all I care yeah, about. Let's be good. honest. It's a red. It's good. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm feeling great about yeah. it. Um, uh, and uh, Babe is, of course, drinking some Dewars. I'm so yes. sorry, you guys. In a, Why are you sorry? I don't I know. I feel apologize like I'm just, for doing Because I love wine, it. too. I love Cabernet. But yeah, I'm drinking it out of a uh, the Myrtle's Plantation glass. <laughs> of when Babe and I went to New Orleans yeah. for a ghost trip. Which you guys will see on the Travel Channel. We'll talk about it soon. So yeah. Leo's drinking I'm Canada drinking. Dry. No, that's yeah. that's not Canada Dry. Yeah, it's Canada Dry, dry brand. Seltzer. No, it's, it's seltzer and rubbing alcohol. <laughs> oh, is that very classy. Yeah, it's, it's like a vodka tonic, exactly, but like, like a nice cheaper. Just a little <laughs> bit of Drano in there. Um, and if you're listening to us, I hope you didn't get that Drano from my cupboard. Can you Venmo me for that? It's like a. Is it not Drano? It's like a Tastes twenty. Like it's like a 2012 Drano. It's like a really good. Drano. It's like a That's actually my private stock. <laughs> if I get up in the middle of this That's podcast and go to the bathroom and die, then you know why. If you fucking, it's a if good you fucking, If you mixed it with that little snake stick, I'm gonna. <laughs> I can't believe you ruined it. Oh, of I do a shake sticks. and not stir. <laughs> oh, okay, very classy. Sorry, so do the. You're business. listening to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. I hope you're not regretting that <laughs> choice, um, and that you want to download and rate us and subscribe. Um, Please tell your friends, let them know that we are still talking about the show. Guys. And we're actually really excited, not ironically, for the season 7B. Uh, but Here right we now, we're going to talk about Now and Then. Now and then. a lot of parallels because really Marlene are. King wrote it. So, yeah. And family friend of Babe oh, yes. directed, directed it. And can directed I, the PLL pilot. Correct. So those are the parallels. Can what's I her name again? You say it so Le- well. Leslie Linka Gladder? Yes. Did you guys did you guys decide to watch this because of fan um, 
a suggestion or did several you guys, okay. fans yeah asked We've us been to, asked to do this I so think, you didn't since we even started. think about it before people had suggested it had no idea no. Of the correlation i don't think i ever i, really I, I did not realize this. that marlene wrote it and this is i mean we can get this too like this has always been what a movie i really enjoyed but same speak to us or where should we start why don't you remind people that you know so, leslie yeah. i guess so i know leslie who is the director of now and then and she also directed the pilot of pll and if you look at her imdb i mean she's done like everything she directed twin peaks she directed um you know t- tons of sh- like law and order like tons of things homeland mad men like everything. Wow. she's wow. all over the place she's so she's awesome she's a great director yeah move her to shake she's her. great she's great and she is um a great lady i've met her i had dinner with her and my mom so the the reason i know her is because she and my mom were like childhood besties Mm -hmm. in in texas yeah and um and i had dinner with her and she just told me like how much she loves my mom and how like my mom she told me this story basically about how they were like you know basically the same age as these girls and now and then i guess and that um leslie was like really jealous of this girl named Susie taylor she was like um, it's always a Susie. it's always a Susie. there's just like a blonde hair blue eyed like perfect girl and i guess she just I like totally was and she <laughs> there's always a Susie. and she was like um just like i don't know she was just like i wish i was like her like she's so perfect and i guess my mom like looked at her and she was just like she's not so great like who cares like you're great like you're just as cool as her and like just kind of gave her this whole speech and i guess like leslie was like like, and it like changed my life oh and like my your, your mom like story. made me feel like good about myself she was like the first person oh, to like ahead. yeah like kind of like build me up and and I guess conversely like my mom felt like Leslie was like such a great friend and um Leslie's Leslie I guess was always in the business because her mom was a choreographer oh, cool. and so yeah okay. and, and took and like she would take my mom to like shows and they my mom she took my mom to see the unsinkable the unsinkable Molly Brown oh yeah yeah and um she took her backstage and met ginger rogers like my mom met ginger what? rogers because of leslie that's amazing i know, shut so your cool. butt. I know. shut what? your butt right i know did shut you your butt yeah, I know. no you told me on the way here um <laughs> but did you is it like hearing it for I know, the first it's like, time yeah it is like so crazy <laughs> so leslie like has an amazing family um and there's some parallels a little bit to what i know about leslie's life that you know correlate to you know, so some of now and then, like she was like the child of, of a divorced mom and like a single mm-hmm. mom. And that was really kind of exotic at the time, I guess, to have like, you know, to be the parent, to be the child of divorce. Right. Yeah. And but like her mom was like this really cool artist. And I guess my mom really admired her. So, yeah, they had this really great friendship. And um, it's cool to know that my mom was like kind of part of her story. Totally. And definitely. so like, and I didn't realize, I mean, like I knew, but we were hearing that for the first time too. Yes. Soon. Yeah. yeah yes. That's, I didn't realize how close that your mom and Leslie are. That's we heard awesome. One of those stories. But oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. That was so I sweet. had to remind myself of, yeah, what she had said. Cause that's uh, so cool. yeah, I'd only met her. And then, but then anytime she's in Chicago, like she and my mom will like have din, which is cute. And I'm Facebook friends with her and she's so, so busy. Does she want to be in this podcast? I mean, if no. I could get in contact with her, I could tell my mom like, Hey, does your um, mom want to be in this podcast? I know. I should I get mean, my mom. Should my mom would love to it. to Chicago <laughs> and all have dinner. Oh my God. It'd be amazing. Together. Um, but yeah, no, if I can get in t- contact with her, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, she, I, I, w- I think she would really enjoy listening to your podcast. Talk, Cause you know, yeah, I mean like, I, I wish I, I, want her, I want her to know about it. Her listening to her podcast. Um, well, that is so fun. Yeah, so fun. Let's talk about maybe our general feelings or what we knew before about this movie because one of us has never seen it before. No, Wait. I oh, thought did. I had. Thought. I just like I couldn't remember that I had seen it. Oh, so you did? Yeah, I remember seeing it when I was younger. It's been it's just been so long since I've seen it. Also, when you're then, a girl, you watch these things over and over yeah. again. Yeah, right. You right. probably saw it once. Well, I think it's such a formative girl movie because it's like the girl version of all the boy movies that we watch. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like there so was like um, so Sandlot, Stand, Stand by and Me, and Stand yeah. by Me, and yeah. um, well, there, so true. There's so many of those like. Like boy all, movies, like all movies, yeah. Like, but no, right. like so many movies about <laughs> the movies kids that right. age yes. is usually from this perspective of like the male coming of age. So it's like so different because I remember even watching it, being so shocked that I was like, "Oh my god!" Back in that time, girls would talk about sex like we were talking about yeah. sex, like because yeah, that was something totally. that was like really amazing that they did, where they like talked about like you know penis size and boobs coming in and like the way they 
like wanted a man to touch them and they were so young and it was just yeah. it's just fun to watch somebody like the, them talking about it and it not feeling like oh, they're such horrible Those girls yeah. you know so do you so you like this movie growing up I did. I do remember it dragging just like I felt like it did. <laughs> I, I think that, like, it, it says a lot, I think, about Marlene because I think, and not in a bad way, I think she's better at long-form series than she is at movies because I feel like there was part of it that, like, you could tell she kind of wanted to, like, make a bigger story, yeah. but really the story was just these girls, and you could have made it just these girls and not had that mystery. True. Yeah. But isn't, yeah, but I, you know, I've heard um, f- female um, directors and stuff talk about how, especially in, in the past, you know, in, like, the, the, production companies they put pressure mm-hmm. on on filmmakers to make it more exciting like women yeah. women yeah. aren't exciting enough i mean that's that was the feedback sure, from a sure, lot I'm of sure. networks and one of the stories they actually cut from the movie which i read in imdb and i remember reading back in the day was also um rosie o'donnell's character christina ricci was supposed to be a lesbian and they they actually shot the movie that way and then cut it out so that wow. she wouldn't be. And I think wow. that also is part of the reason why the movie, like, it's funny watching it because there is, it feels like there's something unsaid there. I agree. I totally about agree. About the Rosie character. I agree. Like, because they're all talking about their relationships and how they, like, you know, like, Melanie Griffith's been married three times or whatever. And, like, they say something. They said it was dubbed in that, like, they were like, oh, and what's her face is living in sin. Like, whatever Rosie's oh. character. Because she was living in sin with a man. But really, they, they say living in sin with a man. But that was dubbed over. And that was actually not what it was about. And she had, like, Whoa. a whole girlfriend character that they wow. just completely cut out. So, it's, it's so dumb. It's so strange to just think, like, what a different time things were not yeah. that long ago. Even the, in 90s. the well, I mean, 90s. If that movie came out today, it would be so different. It was of before course. Ellen came out. I think there was a lot of... It's true. I don't think Rosie was out at this point. Right. We forget, like... What? In, that's, in 95? Yeah, yeah. Because of, yeah. When no, she, when she had her, her show, show, and she, she remembers she was in love with Tom Cruise. Right. It was like she, Sam, she was a cartoon. Yeah. She was not herself. Yeah. Any totally. listeners that are in their early twenties, even mid twenties, like yeah, you guys might not remember like what That's it was true. a big fucking deal when yeah. like Ellen came out on her sitcom. If you even like or Ellen even had a sitcom before Rosie she O'Donnell had a talk show. Came out. Like oh, we yeah. did not know yeah. that Rosie O'Donnell. Was it was gay a big deal because she had this daytime talk show where she would flirt with men all the time yeah it was always she was in love with tom cruise but it was always a very girlish kind of idealization it was yeah. never like a oh my god no i really am infatuated right. with you like even her tom cruise love like, like he a, came yeah. in on the show and like crushed. kissed her and like it was like oh my god but it wasn't like a grown yeah. woman like excited to see a right. man right. and you know as it came out like i think it wasn't until the later seasons that it was right really yeah. known that she was a lesbian yeah, and so that was kind of like the beginning of the end for her yeah wow so, wow. so yeah crazy. it was just like crazy 90s were such about. a different time it feels like time. that yesterday but then like so long ago well i just want to say quickly too so kelly noonan is here and she watched with us but then she opted to go to bed and she's not wrong so it's like 10 o'clock that's late <laughs> for us but um she mentioned that's why i i would have I was disappointed she um, was too pooped to podcast because she mentioned <laughs> right before she went to bed that I want to get her she shirt that says too pooped too to, poop podcast. to podcast. <laughs> Almost um. never, but sometimes. But she never really liked this movie growing up and she never really connected to it and didn't necessarily understand why most girls her age connected to it. I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to pick her brain more about that because I can, I mean, by no means, I never put this in like my top whatever of you know mm-hmm. movies growing up or favorite movies or uh, i don't but i do think of it. if anyone mentions it to me i oh, feel I about an affinity i feel totally. an emotional connection to it i feel very like yo now and then like it was our coming like exactly like you said to you like coming of age movie like for women and then mm-hmm. i mean that soundtrack the soundtrack, soundtrack might have been a bigger good. deal than okay. the movie so, like the yeah. soundtrack was such so good so 
yeah, I feel like this was a very, and I'm interested in anyone listening who hasn't watched it, or I hope, you know, I would encourage, it's worthwhile to take the time to watch it. It's getting it off of Amazon yeah. on a DVD and spend an hour trying to set up your DVD <laughs> yeah. player. Good luck put trying it, to find out how to your, watch it. Put it in your Wii, see if your but. Wii will read it. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> you end up watching it on your laptop. Um, but no, one of the other things I thought that was really, I remember really liking it was, as at that age of the girls, I think I was around that age when it came out, and I remember being so excited that they were still friends. Because I think, like, at that age, you still want your best friends to always be your friends. Yeah. You know, because I think, like, adults are always like, yeah, you know, like, you're going to grow older, you're going to grow apart. Like, the things that happen now don't always really matter yeah. in your adult life. And just, like, for them to come back was like, oh, okay, like, maybe we could still always be friends. Yeah. Although, like, yeah, it is true. <laughs> can, can everyone hear Tanuki? <laughs> Tanuki's in his litter box. <laughs> Tanuki's really letting it go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, no, it definitely touches on like some universal stuff. Oh man, yeah. Tanuki's taking feel. a deep shit, guys. Yeah. Check it out. He's really, he's really. Oh, oh he's oh. got it. Oh, he had a tingle <laughs> hopper. You guys, wait. He's doing the scoot. You guys, you guys, wait. He's skipping. What are we gonna do? Oh my god! Oh, my god. oh no! Don't put it in your mouth, <laughs> guys! Wait, there's so much happening. <laughs> Try to cover it. Somebody do the commentary while I help him. Okay. Tell us we just okay. Tan- so Tanuki shut, and then it was stuck to his butt, and then it fell underneath. <laughs> it fell out of the box, and then he like scooted trying to like get it off, Aww. and then he like, <laughs> and then he like tried to like back paw it. Like that didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely <laughs> was like desperate to hide it any way he could. Um, like nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so that's what's happening in that, Cat Corner. Yeah, we're just we're just gonna live tweet this this pooping <laughs> experience. Um, wow, that so. was very exciting. It was. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. No, it's okay. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> so the four child actresses, I remember, like when we started, I was like, oh, they were all successful. And then I was like, wait, I don't remember this girl, Ash, Ashley Chris- Ashton Moore. Right, Chrissy, <clears throat> aka Fat Hannah of the mm-hmm, group, mm-hmm. Um, Hefty Hannah of the yeah, group. Did, did she do uh, something after? She did do a lot, but then she died of pneumonia at a young oh, age. She wait. died of pneumonia. Yeah, that's what I, I like. Hold on, okay. I, the girl who played Chrissy. I forgot I'm not talking here anymore. <laughs> the, the girl unquote, that played chubby girl. Chrissy. Yeah. Died? How old was she when she died? It was like what she was the pretty young. Fuck. Yeah, because I do remember. I was like, wait, no, I remember her like guest starring and stuff, and like, yeah, she was in stuff, but then she. Uh, let's see when she passed away. She. I, I had so. Crazy. I had pneumonia when I was little. I did. This is yeah. shocking to me. She was 26. She died in December 11, oh 2007. Complications had, with pneumonia. I had no idea. Yeah. That is so Jesus sad. But part of the other trivia that she has is she had to gain 20 pounds to pay the role of Chrissy. To be, yeah. Well, so let's talk about this then. Who are all the girls? So for anyone who hasn't, well, if you haven't watched, I mean, you're already lost. So let's pretend you've watched. <laughs> um, there is Teeny, Chrissy, Roberta, Samantha. So Teeny was the Thora Birch slash Melanie Griffith. Yes. Up. Chrissy was the girl who died slash um, Rita. Rita. Mary to Tom Hanks. Rita Wilson grown up. Uh, Roberta was, what's her name, slash Demi Moore, grown up. Oh, it was, uh, whatever. The chick that's on Transparent. Exactly. Why am I, she was in Sleepless in Seattle. Was that Thora Birch? Who's Thora Birch? No, no, Thora Birch, you're right. Is the blonde, yeah. It was, um, not Christina Ricci. Why am I blanking? Like, we know her. She's been in so many things. Okay, well, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Gabby Hoffman. Gabby Hoffman, thank you. So that was Gabby Hoffman, then it was Demi Moore, and then Christina Ricci was the Rosie O'Donnell. Was Samantha. Yeah. Or no, Roberta. I'm sorry. Roberta was Chris. Was, was um, no. Yeah. No. Ro- and Samantha yeah. was Gabby. Uh, Gabby. Hoffman. Okay. Yeah. okay. You guys. It's already too complicated. So okay, let's who. <laughs> so, um, Chrissy, I guess, has to be Hefty Hannah. Yeah. Oh, totally. So then, is Teeny Allison? 
Who's TD? She's like the blonde, like she turns into an I feel actress. Like she's like, like an when Alison she's all Aria. Alison Aria combo. Yeah. Combo platter. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think I think the Gabby Hoffman character is the Aria because she's the writer. True. 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 And uh, but uh, wouldn't that be Spencer? Yeah. Who's Spencer? And then who's Emily? I mean. Do we just go deep in on Emily's Roberta just because they're lesbians? Yeah, yeah, yes. Roberta is Emily, and I think Spencer is Roberta. Like, I mean, is Samantha? Sorry, Roberta also like beats up the boys, and she's super tough. And I feel like Emily, like, for all of her glam, like, I feel like Emily's the first one to throw a punch if she's just like true. If her friends are in danger, I feel like she's usually like the mama bear that will like take beating. Like she'll go beat someone's ass down. True. You know? Yeah. I feel like she's the first one to, to resort to violence. Yeah. Totally. Spencer will just do a bunch of drugs and one, stay up all night. One thing I do like <laughs> about PLL is, like, they do have, you know, everybody's got their thing. You know, every character is really different. But I don't feel like they fall into stereotypes. Correct. And I do feel like this movie is very much, like, this movie follows, like, the Sex in the City format. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know what I mean? It kind of reminded me of Sex in the City a little bit, too, with, like, the narration. And it's like how you know Samantha like knows everything about like everyone's life, you know? Or totally. She's like, yeah. She's like, "That's when Roberta stopped wearing a bra, or like stop <laughs> stop taping down her boobs." And it's like, that's "But I didn't have know to that. wonder why did she?" I'm sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help but wonder. Speaking of, if ever if anyone's wondering where my second kitty Miranda Hobbs is, she's in with her aunt Kelly <laughs> yeah. sleeping. She is a feisty lawyer. Does she Nuki and Miranda are still separated till next week. Is it official? Yeah, her name is Miranda Hobbs. Miranda, but she's her middle name. Have oh, her middle seen? name can be rotating. It's what it's dealer's it's, choice. It's Miranda dealer's Keith choice. Morrison Hobbs. Yeah. Miranda Spinderella Hobbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Miranda Spinderella. <laughs> what are oh my you God. like, Leah? I cherish this list of her potential names. Oh, we had so many potential so names. Many good <laughs> names. Sorry. Yeah. What, what do you think her middle name should be? Miranda. I, I need like a famous breakdancer. Or something, because like she's been breakdancing all night. I feel like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not me. sure what the name is. What if it's Miranda Ginger Rogers Hobbs? Not really a breakdancer, yeah, but Ginger a great Rogers. dancer. Miranda Bob Fosse Hobbs. Bob Fosse. Oh my God, can I change your name <laughs> to Bob Fosse? <laughs> I love Bob Fosse. Oh my God, we never even had that on the we original list. Had it. Oh my God, multiple, <laughs> babe. She is a Bob. <laughs> We had so Bobby many names. Foss. Bobby Foss. I can't believe we Maybe never mentioned on Bobby Foss. Bob Fossey dancer style. <laughs> Should we just change her name right now? I like, mean, I think we just did. Yeah, when I walked in, she was almost just like five, six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> like totally like, but like really like modern, you know, like real. It was very interpretational. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was really yeah. setting trends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do we think? Who is Crazy Pete in the PLL world? <laughs> What's the parallel well, between I think PLL and Crazy Pete? I think the parallel to me is that he's a total Boo Radley. Oh, yeah. and like so PLL yeah, just always deals about, and, and I'm wearing the Trust No Bay shirt. t shirt of Toby. As Give me one reason to bay here. <laughs> bay here. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, like maybe like an early Toby or um, I don't know. There's just been so many sketchy people that they've been like. The Boo Radley is like a very, yes. Good but it's obviously, obviously that he's like a Boo Radley right, character. Right. Yeah. And what about, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who else in PLO World connected to. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that the town's name was Gaslight Edition. Which is, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So I googled an article i was like now then marlene king interview and here are a couple of facts i read about during you can find this if you google the same thing dear listeners it's an entertainment weekly interview that marlene did in october of 2015 which is the whatever 20th anniversary um but she wrote about it based on that her growing up and she literally lived in the Gaslight Edition was where she actually lived. Oh, wow. I don't know if she lived there with Leslie or if Leslie lived nearby. But she also said that it was the summer when her parents got divorced. Oh, wow. 
Oh, okay. So okay. both Marlene and oh, Leslie. Does it say where that was? Was it in Texas? Because um, I think she moved. It just says, no, I okay. lived in a neighborhood called the Gaslight Edition. It doesn't say, at least in here, it doesn't say. Maybe mom. later on. You should ask. Does my mom know Marlene King? <laughs> she like, I mean, just right. like on the low. Babe's like, mom, are you listening? Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, that's my friend Marlene. They're like BFF. They like talk How every day. Crazy um, that would be insane. Um, <laughs> and then... Brandon uh, Frazier, the plays oh, yeah. the drifter, that was supposed to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio, confirmed, but then a scheduling conflict precluded oh, him. Isn't that crazy? Um, and you know, she talks about obviously how it was such a special time because there were no cell phones, and you did communicate with like flashlights and whatever. Um, and yeah, then it was Demi Moore's production company that produced it and that's mm-hmm. why obviously Demi and then like that's how they got the other like Melanie and Rosie and um, Rita Wilson because they're friends of hers and I thought there was one more f- oh and then there was a TV series in yes. development at one point which I realized and she said she basically turned it down mm. or you know poo pooed it to poop to podcast because um, they wanted it to be that and now and then the now was the actual now and the then was the 90s and she said I don't like that yeah. I want the then to always be the 70s and that special time where there yeah. wasn't technology and I thought that was really interesting and strong stance for her to take no and I think that is something that's charming about like just like we're like oh my god that soundtrack was amazing mm-hmm. I think that's part of it is that it was like that revolutionary time and them talking to the Brandon Fraser character and being like Oh, Vietnam, we're like totes winning. And he's like, no, not really. Right. I like, yeah, I actually like also the perspective of not just it, it being like before cell phones and stuff, but the fact that they're girls in this time and they're talking to men, mm-hmm. you know, who know what's going on and they're kept away from everything. Like, yeah. because they, you know, they're, they're on the outside of, of, they're kept, they, you know, and Chrissy's character isn't allowed to know what sex is. And, yeah. you know, they're all kind of like, the outsiders and like they have to go thumb through actual newspaper giant bound books like to find out information so they're of course they don't know anything about sex like there's no internet there's no kama sutra like in this town (laughs) right that they're really gonna learn from right so it's a it's an interesting yeah there's like All of a sudden, I felt like very delicious dish. It's very interesting. <laughs> there's something. There's something so like powerless about being a kid too. Like you know, you're not allowed to do anything. But then right. mm-hmm. there's like this freedom. Especially, I hear people talk about being a child in the '70s, and it sounds actually very interesting. Where like, that's where like latchkey kids yeah. kind of started, and mm-hmm. you were just kind of left to your own devices. And in the summertime, the parents were just like, just go outside, get yeah, the fuck out of here. And you know, it wasn't like that. You know, when I grew up, right. it was like you know parents had to know where you were all the time you know well how was it when you guys watch that how does it relate to your childhood or how do you feel about watching I guess Um, that yeah no I think that 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 sounds fun you know I think that I think that there's probably a lot of creativity and like these characters you know they had like so much freedom so I think there's like it 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 certainly romanticizes it and I sort of I always wish I lived in another time I guess. But I also think the seventies looked really depressing and yeah, this movie's yeah. kind of depressing too. Like yeah. I'm like, God, like, I don't know. I mean the music is really emotional. I mean Right. <laughs> yeah. Leo started like Leo got emotional during oh, you're crazy. Throw Pete. me under the bus. No, you and I both we both got <laughs> emotional. Oh, I was like, Are you emotional? She's like, Yeah. Don't tell everyone in the <laughs> podcast world that I got emotional. You didn't get emotional. I'm, I'm, got emotion. I'm okay. a badass mofo. I don't feel nothing. Badass but mofos get Nothing get but emotion. hatred for Ezra. Our, and by emotion, we mean he poured a 40 out. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. How did you feel? No, I got, I I got actually, missed you. I did. I thought it was good emotionally. Like it, yeah. I, it is an I emotional was movie. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I watch it not in like a very... I mean, obviously, there are a lot of differences and I didn't grow up in the 70s, but... I feel like I was kind of, bless you, that way in my child. Like, I grew up in a little, and my mom definitely, we had rules, and my mom worried as much as an ex. Like, mm-hmm. she taught me how to fucking worry. But <laughs> we lived in a little development that was very similar in that way. Like, and I lived near, like, all of my friends were my neighbors, and and we would all, every summer, just go out on our bikes. Like, not as far as 
to we're out of town meeting drifters but like in the yeah. neighborhood and around the neighborhood and <laughs> we were just always outside riding bikes and playing flashlight tag and yeah. and making up weird games and making up like just so clubs fun. and things to do it mm-hmm. did to me my childhood felt like that but just a 90s version of it where we still didn't have cell phones and stuff but like but you were listening to like you know third eye blind exactly <laughs> something like that <laughs> no exactly but, you know but i just felt like to, too like for me also like i look at that and i'm like wow that looks so fun because like everyone was out like i yeah. didn't i was home all summer because that's just i guess how my parents were raised and whatever but everybody around me went to summer camp oh. so i was like alone all summer i mean oh, i spent no. time by myself well it was okay i like being alone i mean it was fine okay, sure. but like i <laughs> but like i mean my sisters were around so i just hung out with i guess my sisters yeah. and then like um my friends would be home for like a few weeks right. then they would mm-hmm. go away to camp because like and my parents yeah. were like we don't have the money to pay for that like you're right. not going to camp um but i like i think that's also what i like i long for with this movie is i'm like wow that must be so fun like right everybody's free yeah you know um but that's awesome that your yeah. childhood was like that. I do feel like it was to a large degree. What do you yeah. think, Sue? My childhood was like that. Yeah. Oh, my name's not Sue, but <laughs> you, you, both of you. I mean, we're very similar. I think I um. It was yeah. like that, but also watching Days of Our Lives periodically. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. But like, I was a latchkey kid, and I did like my summer was like I did go to summer camp for two weeks out of the summer, um, from when I was like eleven to when I was like fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. but like. A lot of it was like we would ride our bikes to the pool and we would hang out at the pool and there was like a whole group of us and we would like we would definitely like we would play spin the bottle we would snort pixie sticks pixie sticks we would like you snorted dr- them yeah because it's just stupid things that you, you put do as a sugar kid. in your nose yeah what was that like well, like a giant pixie stick too you didn't oh. snort pixie sticks <laughs> like that was like what we no? thought you were supposed to do what i thought everybody snorted pixie no sticks. it's very true that not everybody really? did pixie okay. sticks. No, oh it, should we do God. that now yeah i did no it's i snorted pixie sticks on the way here <laughs> 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 Did Tanuki do? Is that why Tanuki just had yeah. his like ass on the floor experience? <laughs> I was wondering why it was rainbow he colors out of your nose. I use pixie sticks in my nutty pot. <laughs> <laughs> I sneeze colorful. Oh like, and we would like smoke. <sighs> But we would drink beers and smoke cigarettes with the older people. Oh my God. And like, wow. like we would just like go out. But like, yeah, we had to tell our parents where we were, but we were at the pool ostensibly. But like, right. no one knew that we were like hanging out in the dugouts where no one else was or yeah. like, you know, going to far corners and yeah. trying to hide where nobody would see us. And, yeah. you know, just doing stupid kid stuff. But Making like mysteries and games, having seances. Oh, totally. Making we would do up that. like ways of communicating like we would try to figure stuff out like that of like flashlight stuff or like try to like have yeah just like i guess secret mysteries like yeah like like, sleep over the like the lax parents house and then you all sneak out together yeah go on a like a fun mystery run which is actually just like we went around the block exactly (laughs) it's just like oh wow yeah, being yeah. out late at night when you're a kid is pretty fun. Oh my god, it's like oh so yeah. exciting. You like think had, it's so mischievous. I had a grifter, or did you call him a grifter or a drifter? I guess a you drifter. Call him. I mean, was he? Yeah, we, was he grifting for me? We totally Just we rode bikes like grifter, when like I was a, a kid. Man? Yeah, and we yeah. we also we like jump bikes. Like we would have like ramps and stuff. Like we were all like mm-hmm. giant hills with like these ramps and jump stuff. Jump bike, jump bike, jump bike. Jumping bikes. Also, <laughs> like a cool thing to do was uh you would give like twenty dollars to the local drifter guy who had like <laughs> ten like urban myths about him. Oh boy. Like everyone yep. knew him. Crazy P as his his well, I don't know if I want to say his name because but anyways, he, he <laughs> allegedly burnt down a church oh in our hometown like years ago when he was like high on mescaline and then just waited for the cops to came. Mescaline? Yeah. Lattice? No, yeah. no mescaline. Okay, okay. Delicious. Mescaline. It's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Some Mandarin oranges. Give he, it to me he, he burned down a church and waited for the cops to came. And then he said, uh, the devil made me do it. <gasps> oh, my but God. But like, oh! for some reason, he's like not like forever locked up doing it. Jesus. I don't know. But anyways, you give him $20. He'd go buy himself a case of beer and come back with like a bottle of Mad Dog Forty Forty for you, which like is just like costs like two dollars. <laughs> I don't know if you ever drank Mad Dog Forty Forty. Oh, yeah. It's it like toilet wine. It's like it's like <laughs> so it's it's so, it's, it's, so it's the cheapest of the cheap 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 yeah. stuff. And if you're lucky, he'd bring you back like a forty ounce. But yeah, and then you you know you could get we drunk. We drink a lot of Sainides. 
with oh, yeah, Saint were like wine coolers, but oh. they were like, but they like sold them in like twenty twos and forties, so oh. you could like oh, no. drink a whole giant thing of like fruit punch See, booze. When I was a, when I, I used to just drink Jolt. You guys drink Jolt? Oh, oh my yeah. god, do you remember Jolt? That was like so how good. we got fucked up. Like I was like, <laughs> let's get some Jolt and stay up and watch talk soup. Ours was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. We did Fago Moon Mist, which I never realized till oh, yeah. more recently that Fago is regional. Did you guys have Fago? No. Oh, of course. If anybody had Fago, yes. tweet at us. Fago Moon Mist specifically. We, we always about felt Fago. Really Fago. Yeah. I thought we it was about specifically Fago. a Michigan thing. I thought it was I, I didn't realize that it was specifically anywhere thing until then i felt like rock and rye i which is the best counter fago people who didn't know about it i didn't know rock and rye no rock but fago red pop fago moon mist jesus christ so good red pop of course oh god i want some right now <laughs> mm. um Sounds good but i still had like fun non-drug induced oh sure things. i'm like, just saying i remember y'all were faster <laughs> you were the faster crowd well, i remember a party that like i went to in high school and there was no booze and we like drank a whole thing of apple juice and we were like oh i'm on lots of mots and like we just what like choked about like apple being juice so, is delicious like high on apple juice and we were like this is the thing sugar does affect you when you're it young. does yeah. well, i never drank till i was 22 so yeah no I me was, too i, was, I didn't get i didn't get drunk yeah. until i was 20 <laughs> We've, yeah. we've talked Same. about this before how you and i were like <laughs> i'm with you i was never i started drinking like dabbling when i was 22 and yeah. then i never got drunk until i moved to the city yeah when I was oh yeah like new york 20. will turn you into an alcoholic oh yeah no i never drank as much until yeah. like new yeah. york I don't the know. City. Well, you, Detroit will turn you into an alcoholic. I'll tell yeah, you. You came to New York as sober, so it's different. But when I moved what? here, I, I was just going to keep carrying. Oh yeah, let's just. I couldn't <laughs> think of the words. Um, no, I remember being fourteen though too, and like we could empty out a two liter of. Um, Pepsi and fill up the other half of the two liter with vodka. And I don't know. I don't know how. Like at like thirteen, fourteenth, we got like an entire liter of vodka. But I could drink that on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. going up on people. a Tuesday. Going up on a Tuesday. Going up on and a I was Tuesday. Wrong at fourteen. Oh yeah. But I wish. Yeah, I wish somebody would make a movie like that. You know About getting saying? drunk like, on like like Pepsi stand by me of like really really degenerate kids like. One thing about I guess there's I feel like that, that was kids <laughs> that was so much scarier. Well, yeah, it was yeah. Uh, but that gets really serious and yeah. But look, did you guys do like seances and stuff? Like oh yeah, I, light me and my friends definitely did that. I'm yeah. the craft in this. Can we movie? do that after this? Yes. I'm only a little bit kidding. Let's do it. I okay. mean, sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I, that was like such a fun sleepover thing, and I like that this movie kind of you know takes it takes you there and just kind of gives you like this like what if scenario where yeah. like what what if you and your friends were like doing seances and then you like solved a murder oh it's so Very putting everything you ever wished into a movie and that's why it's crazy that you know it takes so much for a movie like this to get made because it's mm-hmm. so and that's also maybe one of the reasons why this movie resonates so hard with so many girls our age because like it was the only it was just like this is the one that got through like the one that was like here's everything that your childhood was like because even though exactly you're saying like yeah we didn't grow up in the 70s but you all like do lies for their stuff as a board and seances and have your secrets and like you know it's just like timeless felt like real female friendship exactly exactly so what other PLL parallels did we pick up during this rumor movie? Oh, rumor Willis to me, his daughter was in here and was in the movie as well as in a couple episodes of Pretty Little Liars as yeah. Emily's like mission trip mentor, yeah. whatever the fuck she did. Yeah. And she's just as great of actress as she was. But she was very cute. What about, um, I mean, what else is happening? Are there There's parallels like with the flash forward and backwards of storytelling, yeah. which Marlene really loves? Yeah. And like panning up to trees. I feel yeah. like, I enjoy the tree f- panning. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like, sure. but like, I'm not mad at it because I love trees and I think it's just like, <laughs> I'm a fan of trees. Like, yeah. Audrey, no one's well, not mad very at pro trees. Audrey trees. No one's tree positive. <laughs> no one's not mad at trees. I said that's not true. <laughs> no. Nobody's like, mad at trees. But, like, I am. Like, I love, like, my favorite color is green because I love trees. And, like, I think it's just, like, something, like, so 
like I think meaningful like the symbolism of trees and like growing up in like like relationships I think is something like because they're saving money for a tree house I think yeah. it's like something important to Marlene. if you like panning up to trees <laughs> you love, you love you pretty little liars fans love, love panning, panning up, up to trees, trees. <laughs> if you like a good tree pan shot you should watch the the little women the one that came out in 1994 oh yeah mm. no no i know exactly amazing tree talking. pans yeah. just like a total dolly shot of trees yeah like wow. i feel like that was like how every scene ended almost oh, yeah shit. definitely yeah. so Ooh. good um, turned on yeah <laughs> sorry such <laughs> all right so do you but, fuck trees <laughs> i'm adding it to the space i don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> Took it too far. Took it too far. Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying Screeching to, hog. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other. I mean, that remember. takes like tree hugger to the next level. You know? What if you're just in love with trees? You don't want to have sex with them. You're just like in love what if with them. Just dry hump a tree. What if you just I mean, like love it and think about was, it all the time? Just movie, what was the movie where the guys like having sex with a tree? I don't know. What? That sounds really scary. No, I don't know. I didn't watch anything oh, like don't that. Don't make me look. So I don't know. You don't remember? I know. It was probably Wait, something really do scary. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but that made me think. Do they talk about having sex with trees in Can't Hardly Wait? No. What's a movie where they're like, do you have American sex with pie? trees? Yeah, there's definitely. Is that like, what it is? I think you're thinking of American Pie where he has sex with a pie. No, 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 no. There's some movie where they're like, Google. you have now sex with trees? Now I'm going to have to Google sex with trees. Google it. It's some 90s movie. I swear to fucking God, it's Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> sex with trees. We're Googling it. You and just, I think it's can't hardly wait. I'm not kidding. I'm oh gonna I'm gonna talk about it while I Google it. I'm guys, so excited that you I'm guys Googling are Sex with Trees, can't hardly It's called Den with Dendrophilia. Oh, there's yeah. a movie called The Life of no, Sex with no, Trees. But I swear <laughs> to God it's from Can't Hardly Wait. Can't hardly wait quotes. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go this now. Is, guys, here we go. Guys, now. this is an angel fire page. So you know it's reputable. Yes, here it is. It's fucking Kenny Fisher. Um, Okay, blah, 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 blah. More stuff about sex with trees. You know, blah, blah, blah. Can someone talk about something else while oh, I, I was trying to, I, I thought of a, a parallel, but now I can't remember it. it like, the graveyard? I mean, obviously, yes. Definitely the yeah. graveyard. Um, also, there was this, oh, just this idea that they are dealing with their personal drama and their personal mm-hmm. family drama. and But then together, they're trying to solve this murder together. You know, oh, so yeah. there's like that parallel. Very of, similar. Of the show and that they're, they're they're there for each other and they, in a weird way the solving of the murder gives them some stability yeah you know what i mean like because and obviously it's more in it's more like intense in pll and um the the murder of the murder of course like dis- disrupts their life because yeah. destroys their life but i think at certain times they find unity and like them just like working on this thing together absolutely it's their project it's their quilt you guys don't yeah. disrupt this <laughs> but i found the quote and i was right anyone else out there who's as big of a can't hardly wait fan as me it's when denise and kenny fisher are trapped in the bathroom and denise says okay i told diana yeller that you were a dendrophiliac and kenny played by seth green says what's that and Janice says, oh, it's someone who has sex with trees. And Kenny says, that's not funny. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what you were talking about, Leo, but that's no, it was what like, I was talking about. It was like about. a guy who, like, he has sex with a tree, and this girl, <laughs> this girl's getting to know him, and he works at a, a nursery. It's from, this is a movie. Is it? Uh, so he actually has sex know. with a tree. It, but, like, yeah. Like, humps it? Or, like, he's like got, a like, a special SPL. tree that he likes. And, uh... <laughs> Whatever. I can't remember what it is now, and it's really bothering me. But whatever, you know, to each their own, I guess. <laughs> if you love if trees you and they turn you on, I think you mean, that's, fuck them. I don't know. That's got to be. <laughs> live you know, your life. Live your fucking yeah, life. Who am I to tell life, you wrong? Fuck your best tree. <laughs> 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 something you, you, that didn't. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. No, no. I was no. going to say something, something that didn't parallel to PLL <laughs> that made me sad is fart ass. She calls her a fart ass. It's she so calls her so ass. many names. Fart ass? I thought Who it was ass. She called her fart ass. Fart ass? Oh, yeah. Fart ass. Fart ass. Who you calls who that? Roberta calls 
Chrissy. Oh, okay. And she and she okay, and then she, she, she yells at her. I thought she boy. said. I also thought she said lard ass. She said fart ass. The boy She definitely said fart ass. Because I was like, I really want to call somebody a fart ass from now on. Did we already talk about how terrible the fat jokes are? Did we already talk about that? Yeah, we didn't really like. We we kind of hinted at it, but like, yeah, let's delve into that. Yeah, they go in on calling Chrissy's character fat all the time, making jokes, and it's so uncomfortable like it's like that would never fly i mean it should have never flown but now watching it it's yeah. even that much more like how did this ever fly I like mean, this is so not normal yeah and it's, part of me thinks it's like because people thought like oh yeah girls are mean to each other but it was also just like the part of the 90s too where like bullying yeah. was like in fashion yeah there was steve urkel there was kimmy gibbler there was like just there has to be someone that everyone shits on yeah like there ha- you know well and i yeah. feel like in the 80s and the 90s like the truffle shuffle like the right like, exactly like it was just like there was always the fat kid character that you made fun of right yeah yeah i mean that's yeah. what fat kids are for no i'm kidding yeah. i was a former cat but it's okay it's okay but All it's good. crazy that like right and like yeah. i think it was such a miss no it's like what were i mean listen yeah everyone does i guess there are always bullies but like what was happening that they thought that like oh yeah like we all that friend right that we just fucking shit on all the time like that's yeah. a, was that actually true for people who were writing it i guess yeah, that's my I point like that or was that did, true for them or did they or just did think they like feel like oh we have to follow this formula yes, that's that, that exactly. tv and movies have, have, yeah. have because that up. to me doesn't ring true i mean yeah we've all been mean girls been in those mean girl bully situations but it doesn't ring true for me that like no. there's always that one friend that we're fucking besties for life blood sisters and then we shit on that to me feels like we have blood sisters and you shit on that girl over there that you don't like exactly you don't shit on the girl that's the blood sisters like and it doesn't make sense too that like that they were all shitting on like Chrissy and then Chrissy's the one who like brings them all together yeah. and help her like deliver her baby. Almost, like this yeah. would be a thing that I feel like normally maybe be like this was written by a man you know and yeah. it's like oh shit it was written by I'm Arlene King like yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. But she's obviously got some like fat girlfriend but, issues with hefty hand. Yeah. But maybe yeah but it seems like the PLL explores some of those issues in a more like sophisticated way yeah. Yeah. and and I feel like PLL probably was more of a chance to be more real especially mm-hmm. in the case of like Roberta's character if right. you're saying it's true that like she was a lesbian yeah. but they couldn't show that it's like PLL obviously um you know uh, uh, the lesbian character is like it's a huge part of the show right like is it her, that they couldn't i mean like it was because ultimately she, then yeah. the, the, studio the studio obviously must have yeah because it sounds like they shot that, it yeah. that way i'm double checking I, I th- that totally makes sense though that would make so much because sense. i kept waiting for that i was like oh yeah don't, aren't they gonna make some mention of that you know <laughs> I felt like that was very clear. About I felt character. so too. I, I even almost said something to you guys. I was like, wait a minute. So like, she's a lesbian, so, right? Like, why are we not talking about it? Actually, According to yeah. IMDb, Rosie O'Donnell has stated that the character of Roberta was supposed to be a lesbian, but the film was later re-edited and she was made straight. The line, Roberta lives in sin with her boyfriend, was looped in at the last minute. Wow. Interesting. Only 62 of 65 people found this interesting. <laughs> Fuck those other three people. Those three yeah. people are fucking bitches. No. That's I thought that was really interesting. Though. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it doesn't explain why, though. Does I Marlene want to do this podcast or no? Why doesn't she? Marlene or nah? Should I text her? <laughs> Marlene. Marlene. Marlene, what does it mean? But Remember I love. When we're gonna do I that also as a just love. Too? I, you know, I we, love. We kind of did. We kind of did. I, I really like seeing two or more one like of, or, you know, two or more of someone's works because, especially for writers and directors, like you see how they have the same themes, right. you know, in multiple, yeah. um, you know, works like a, a, a novelist. You know, some their their books will have similarities, and I definitely feel like there's, you know, there's these like themes of like female um togetherness and this like bonding and these like you know women like overcoming things and like the diversity even though there wasn't as much diversity in now and then true she definitely tries to explore that in pll and it like it makes me it makes me wish that now and then was made now because i feel like it would have been a more complex movie that's really interesting yeah um, it makes you wonder too like what are they editing out now 
that but, just like, uh, in yeah. like in 15 years from now, we'll look at it and be like, we why were, did they have to like hide from yeah. us that this character was supposed to be whatever? We were just talking about Is this though. I do think that things like Netflix mm-hmm. have like just changed everything. Like Stranger Things, if that show was on ABC right now, it would be a completely different oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Like it would not be edgy. It would not, it probably wouldn't even have that awesome theme music because one random suit would just be like, I don't like it. And then they'd just change it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I just think that like, um, the fact that yeah. th- I think the landscape is so different. I mean, I'm sure that things are definitely like prevented, you mm-hmm. know, there are definitely, there, of course there's red tape, but I definitely feel like, well, it's interesting that you bring that up because freedom. when I worked at, um, TV land and my friends who are in development, um, and who have worked on shows are often saying that like, when you work at the network level, it's like a thousand suits are in the room. Mm-hmm. And then when you work in the cable level, it's like, maybe 50 suits are in the room but like usually a lot less like it matters how important the show is and how much money they're spending yeah. because it's like 50 to like two and like yeah but like as you go further out they're usually like we invested in these producers because we believe in them yeah and they let the there's less studio notes and less like intervention because i mean yeah. that was one of the things that like I heard a lot from like showrunners and like when I was working at TV land where they were like, your network doesn't give a lot of like insane notes. Like their notes are good and like helpful. So yeah. that was something well, my, that was my, interesting. Yeah. I mean, my hope is that like these, you know, uh, network TV stations are like going to like take a, take the lead, you know, from, yeah. from these other, I mean, I think it also ties to sponsors, you know, like absolutely networks have a thousand sponsor sponsors to like, deal with whereas like the further down the chain you go they can have more creative control true right true <sighs> you guys yeah i mean this is exciting yeah <laughs> what else fun. do i think um i thought it was interesting when they were hiding from the grandma when the grandma was coming to over to see them yes did you guys ever hide from family members when they came no no. no. I mean, I'll hide now from people, but no. <laughs> so if someone rings your doorbell now, you're just like, hi. Bye. I mean, my landlord comes to fix things, and I'm like, I guess I'll open the door. Like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's like I get it on some visceral yeah. level, but that's not how I grew up. Did you ever hide from family? No, I never had that experience. But none of my family lived really nearby me, where uh, they dropped by like that. So it was like a nun. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. In Long Island, there's always family around you. <laughs> And I just remember they would like my grandmother was like the like the fucking perfectionist of the art of dropping by. Right. And my mother hated drop bys. My mother always wanted the house perfect if somebody was coming over. Right. And so like we would literally like she would like ring the doorbell and I'd be like, go hide in the den. You're not here. <laughs> like, like, let's just act like let's just like turn off the TV and act like we're not here. <laughs> like grandma's at the door. We did don't you, want to deal did with Did you it. have a den or a living room or both? Both. What is the difference between a den and a living room? Den was where you were allowed to play and like make it messier. Okay. Like that, and like the living room, it, it's like kind of like opposite of what you would think. Yeah. Like the living room is like where everything was like very pristine, and that was like a sitting room almost. Like for guests. Yeah. Okay. And like you weren't allowed it was to like, like a staging touch area. Anything. Like staging. that's where all the breaking break, breakable shit was, like the the animals and like the 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 rug that could obviously get like juice spilled on it was in the den in the den like in the living room like you would never walk through it with grape juice yeah like it was just like a very pristine place That's interesting did you have a den in a living room we did but it was not to that exactly like i mean i grew up in a super super small house when i was little and we had a living room that was probably just as much of a like play here live your life as mm-hmm. much as the den was and the den was just called the den just because i think it was not really it was a guest room but for whatever reason my mom referred to it as a den instead of a guest room yeah maybe just because actually there wasn't a bed because it was probably too small to actually have a bed it just was like an extra room that had like a couch and then that was the den but then in the room then we moved when i was in seventh grade and then that's the house my parents are still in and then we never had it done we just had a living room and a rec room oh, oh you had a rec room so Which that was like, like the your downstairs den. 
den. Those rec guys, room. So your rec room was like, and then the living room den. was more yeah. a little bit more fancy. Okay. In the second place we grew up in, yeah, was like the living room was like the fancier, and then the downstairs was like the rec I room. I don't know why she didn't call it a den. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We'd have to call Deb White. Sometimes I wonder about that if it's like a regional thing. Sorry, just like a little sidetrack. I agree oh, though. No, it is curious. weird. No, why, I, where I does the term den come from? Because when yeah. I think of a den now older like i remember my mom referring to that room when i was little as a den but now when i think of it as more like an office or there should be like an office with like a roll down desk thing and a fireplace like but that wasn't what our did fucking den was did your living room have a tv yes see our living room did not have the tv oh, see, i was we, wondering if like the den, den was qualifier like, was we the had TV. we had opposite we had the living room had the tv and then the den did not it just had a really creepy as fuck portrait of horses running and then a couch <laughs> like this like you want to talk about now and then like haunted sleepovers like people would spend the night at my house and we'd be like cry because we would be scared of doing a seance and not want to look at the fucking horse picture <laughs> the horse picture was a situation in my den looks oh my like. i mean i can have my mom literally yeah. if i text, text deb her. right now text she will be awake and she'll text i would us love to see it. all right okay. stand by like, talk like talk amongst yourself would be like looking yeah. back at you like yeah I'm going to kill you. i know <laughs> did you guys do you guys ever do um the bloody mary thing oh yeah yeah that's scary i was scared immediately as yeah. soon as somebody said bloody i was like i'm i'm out that's the kind <laughs> like, of thing where like you feel like you like i've never done mushrooms but i feel like it's like that times a thousand where like you you look <laughs> no. no you know what i'm saying like you're not supposed to look in the mirror <laughs> just like, if you look no. in the mirror no shut up but if you look shut in the mirror butt. shut your butt if you look in the mirror in like the dark and you say the Bloody Mary thing, like your mind plays tricks on you. Like you oh, yeah. think you see things, right? Well, mirrors are portals. Okay, right. We know that. We know mirrors are portals. We learned that in Louisiana, which you'll see <laughs> on the Travel Channel. But you, um, but like, I'm not crazy for saying that. I understand. I've never taken mushrooms. Okay, I'm not like a professional. But like, you, <laughs> you like, you look in the mirror and your mind plays tricks on you, which is like kind of what happens when you're under the influence of psychedelics. Correct. Um, yes. The <laughs> face like the answer. The answer is the answer that I'm looking is, for is I am right. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, you're explaining something that's imaginary. You're giving to something me more of a no, and I'm looking for right. more of a yes. But, but something, but, but I'm not saying. But like, okay, because when you, if I look in the mirror, like I can kind of control. It's not like it goes and like it's not like my mind. I'll just say this. I'll just say this. If you say Bloody Mary three times in the mirror at midnight on Friday the 13th and you're on mushrooms, you're definitely <laughs> going to see Bloody Mary. Like you're Should we do It's it definitely now, happening. Because you're not supposed to even look in the mirror at all when you're doing mushrooms, right? What other like uh, sleepover things so. like that did you guys do? We did Bloody Mary. We did... Um, Light his father's stuff is aboard. We did. First person who falls asleep gets their bra in the freezer. <laughs> we would do stuff like that. Yeah, we would do that. We would do, we would always call the local radio station to make a request. That's like oh, very yeah. dated. Oh, oh, that was such a big deal to us. We thought it was so oh, totally. interesting. Or we, try and win tickets. Try and win tickets. We thought it was so fun to like, we would order pizza and there would always be like one specific pizza guy we hoped would come because he was cute. Like, I remember that. Like, that was like a big deal. Oh, geez. What other? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Ouija board or just general seance. We would always have um, like dance competitions. Like we would each like have to go in a room and like make up a dance to the same song and then we'd go back and perform it. We'd do <laughs> stuff like that so all the time. Dear. Yeah. We'd always do stuff like that about like dancing or like talent show. But it was never mean. Spirit. Like it was never like, I mean, yeah, like we were competitive, I guess. But it was never like well you suck and you like it always felt very like supportive and curative of like you know what i mean like nice. everyone's like valuable and like let's make up a dance to song like or let's artist, like all do our talent yeah, yeah it's like, like an artist comedy. it was very <laughs> like we all were very like yeah wanting to like make up something or like create something so oh my nice. god my mom texted me that oh guys god, yes. we vamped <laughs> just long enough okay so i asked my mom oh Okay, so I said, hey, mom, this is so random, but is that creepy pick of horses <laughs> running still downstairs anywhere? Why do I forget if it's still hanging anywhere? If it is, can you text me a pic of it? She said, yes, it is. That was Uncle Don's painting, and Aunt Connie gave it to your father 
when oh when don died oh when it got dark so and uh connie and uncle don were not my actual aunt and uncle but it was my parents best friends when i was growing up and connie was my godmother and don was my um sister's godfather and that was my uh and then he died guys this took a dark turn but the point is the painting associated with them is very creepy, and that's what we're getting at here. So if we can vamp a little bit longer, okay. <laughs> my mom's getting it to it, but we can do it offline too. Yeah, you guys, because you guys can't see it. Spoiler alert on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever my mom texts me, you can't see. I just want you to understand. There are no that. visuals available. There are no visuals. Unless um, on your snap, I could snap it. I mean, yeah, we can snap I'll it. I'll snap whenever it. it happens. And then you can see it on my Snapchat. Yeah, you can Follow see me it on Snapchat at Babe Parker. <laughs> and it's an overarching mystery of the, sh- the movie, though, that we haven't at all touched on is the horse painting? No, the boy. The boy that's murdered that Boo Radley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little, little Johnny. Dear Johnny. Dear Johnny. Dear Johnny is murdered, but like. Murdered. They ask Cloris Leachman because they're like, she's the oldest person in the town (laughs) and she should know. And like now Cloris Leachman's like 20 years older. And I'm like, good for you, Cloris Leachman. Um, (gasps) Guys, my mom just texted me a picture. (laughs) But it's not going to be creepy to you. You're going to be like, great, Chelsea. It's a fucking horse picture. But I need you to look into the horse's eyes. Put it on Instagram. And I need you to imagine that it's pitch dark and you're. 11 and you're scared as fuck and, and you're in the dark Continue, and look at the horse's eyes it's kind of creepy yeah it's creepy okay no it is creepy <laughs> it's very right creepy you know what you know what also it's hard to figure out like what uh, what's happening what's happening like the horses with the shit around it looks, its eyes it is that not like, weird yeah it looks like they have like stuff on their face okay well that picture used to creep us out when it was dark no, and we we're going to bed no, so I no all i right. believe no because you know how like yeah when the lights are off all you see are like the yes shirts. yeah exactly that would scare me all right well I guys understand. follow me at the chelsea Sorry. one on platforms i'm gonna put it on instagram okay. or something yeah, we'll talk about there. <laughs> i'm scared this is giving me the flashback right now you guys <laughs> giving me the flashback. all right anyways dear johnny anything else so he just he was murdered by robbers and that was sad that's apparently i just like it's funny because even though i was paying attention for most of the movie i feel like i'm still like i'm arlene king you still have mysteries that i don't fully understand (laughs) 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 like i don't understand why this was so mysterious that it was like so horrible that this child was killed by robbers i mean it's awful it's awful don't get me wrong i know horrible thing to happen but i was just kind of like that that was it yeah that was the mystery it's not really about that, is it? It's about like them bonding over this like childhood type, you know, like yeah. So they put themselves on a mission. So you know are we saying? supposed to not care about AD because they're on a mission? Is that like is that the PLL? You're not supposed to c- Wait, what? Oh, the PLL comparison. parallel. Yeah. Oh, p- a parallel. Oh, no. I didn't know we were doing parallel at this moment, but the I I feel like. No, because that, that it's just totally the twists and turns of PLL are. I think they're not parallel to this movie. All right, cool. That's all Some I was asking. Yeah. Okay. I this think that there's there's girl. four main girl characters, mm-hmm. and I don't know. You guys all made it. Who and who is like Spencer and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You could argue, but there's like there's no A, there's no AD, there's no Uber A, there's no Ezra in this movie. <laughs> and I can't great, tell though. you who Crazy Pete is. I can't tell you. It's not Noel Khan. It's not. You know, it's, it's probably. Yeah. Crazy Pete is more like, uh, like. Zach, if you guys remember Zach, <laughs> crazy being Zach. It's like it's Arya's remember mom's like, boyfriend. Oh my god, she like travels Pete? with. Oh my god, I guess he's kind of like Crazy Pete. I don't know. There's really nobody. Like that's just. But Crazy Pete doesn't molest any of the girls. But he is kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? No, he's, he's not. Crazy. That's the thing. No, this no, is Crazy like, Pete's not crazy. But like, okay. This okay. is like the this is this okay. is like the happy version of so PLL. It's no like parable. everything works out. Yeah. 
It's like Crazy Pete's not scary. It's kind of like an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. <gasps> Do you guys like that show? Can we watch it right now? <gasps> yes. Okay. I knew I'm someone who was on it. About it right Who? Now. Um, she was like in. She was in the Midnight Society. Yeah. yeah, she was. Um, she was. She was a Canadian actress, and that's where they filmed it in Canada. So fun. Um. Anyway, but yeah, and so like, do you, if you remember that show, it was like it was like all like scary, but then oh, it was yeah. always a happy ending. But mm-hmm. it was so scary as fuck. They were like, there were, it would be like, oh my god, there's a ghost. In the woods, and he's following me, and it would be like he's just cold, and he lost his sweater, you know. And then be like, you give him his sweater, and then he's happy. I feel like that's what this movie was, you know. It was like Crazy Pete. That. Crazy Pete's just like a sweet guy who will save your life, right? When you're drowning in a sewer, <laughs> or about just, to be run over by creepy horses, he's just, he's just there. You guys, guys, what if A ends up being like a creepy horse, Crazy Pete, Crazy Pete, and he's just totally nice, and it's all a misunderstanding. No. <laughs> no. I'm not okay with that. Everyone's fine. Why aren't you okay with that, Leo? Because it's either Ezra or the show is dead to me. But what if Ezra takes off his mask and he's Crazy Pete? No. What if he's Scooby-Doo? Okay, okay, if he takes off his mask and he's Crazy Pete, then yeah. Okay, also Scooby-Doo is there and they eat a giant sandwich, then yes. Scooby snack sandwich right now. And I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you and those pesky kids. (laughs) You guys, this has been great. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry my voice sounds like I'm a psychopath. Um, It's great. Thanks to my mom for sending that horse picture that nobody (laughs) thinks is scary. We'll post it soon. And um, next week, theory episode. If you have more theories, Cabernet at Gmail or send it to our Facebook. Send it to at Cabernet. Um, and we will see you guys next week for the last episode before the finale. Oh my God, so crazy. Oh God, I'm getting emotional. I can't talk about There's it. We have to go to bed. episodes before the finale. I uh, can't. I, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, not yeah. finale. Premiere. Guys, I'm drunk. There's a rainbow <laughs> in my window. Do you see that? Oh. What's making yes. that rainbow in my curtain? Um, Am the, I? The, the, the lights from your chandelier. Uh, from over there. From the chandelier. chandelier. So we're sorry, I was yeah. We're going to go turkey for sandwich on lunch day for with the chandelier kids. Oh, shit. Deep cut. <laughs> that All was right, a real deep cut. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? An A.